Okay, guys, so welcome back to episode two of Thoughts for Thoughts. First of all, me and Alex just want to say thank you so much for all the lovely positivity on our first episode and it was just so yeah awesome. we got more plays than i think that we both thought that we were gonna get and from like a lot of different places we have listeners in different countries other than the u.s we have ones in the uk and ireland and i just thought that was really really interesting because i really didn't think it was gonna get that big of a scope on our first episode it's just it's just so sweet to see how everyone is so supportive of it and honestly like i you know have been doing the instagram and just like meeting people in the podcasting community who are younger and just like talking to them and seeing their shows it's all just super great so we want to just first of all thank everybody for listening in for our first episode just that we kicked things off and now we're into episode two so today's topic is the classic only listen it's a classic it's been used a lot recently it's come a lot to like popular culture but only fans has been around for a long time yeah, but I didn't know that because, like, I low-key thought that OnlyFans was just around until recently. No, I think, I don't remember when it started, but OnlyFans, I remember have, seeing OnlyFans links being posted in, like, 2016, and it was just people themselves posting their OnlyFans links to sell their own nudes. But this was before it became really popularized and, like, seen in uh, pop culture like it is today. Well, I thought people were doing that, like, on the private People snaps. had private snaps, but people would also use OnlyFans to give people access to private snaps. So it'd be like, you pay for my OnlyFans, and then on it, you get the Snapchat username. Oh, I, that's smart. I didn't yeah, think Yeah, because people that. just, like, use it as a way to get the subscription. I just think it's interesting with OnlyFans, just, like, how quickly it gained a ton of popularity in such a short amount of time. I felt like, yeah, you heard of people doing it, like, here and there, whatever, like, Trisha on her, like, iconic private snap, like, she literally had it what felt like forever, and she was just selling vague nudes and stuff, but I just felt, like, so quickly, it was so popular so fast, like, it, it was like everybody and their mom had an OnlyFans, and it was 12 bucks to join for the month. Me and Alex, we love Eden Eden Monticelli. Monticelli. We, we love her. And Literally my favorite OnlyFans. part of TikTok. I love her so much. She has an OnlyFans, and I was really like, mm, I may be about to drop some money on this, because I just love her, and I just, that was more, I just wanted to support her. Yeah, but Rico now has an OnlyFans, Rico now has an OnlyFans. Rico said she was going to post the iPhone music video on her OnlyFans early. Listen, do I have the 20 bucks to give you, Rico? No, but do I want someone to give it to me? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. As of right now, I don't have any OnlyFans subscriptions. I think that Tana's OnlyFans subscription was What was Tana's OnlyFans subscription? I don't feel like I knew that she had one. She marketed it like she was going to start posting her nudes, right? Because she posted kind of scandalous photos and then blurred stuff out. So obviously people paid, and I think it was like a lot of money. Like I think it was like 60 bucks or something. And people paid, and then it was literally just content that she wasn't going to put on her Instagram. So it was story times and stuff like that. But nothing good. It was just photos that she didn't want to post on her Instagram. And you just basically... Yeah, I think that's bullshit if you advertise it as something that it's not, and then you just, your viewers and fans don't get that. There was something recently that was similar to that with uh, Celise Rose, who she's like Instagram comedians. But, um... I don't... She she like started an OnlyFans... 
She started an OnlyFans, but her explanation said, I'm going to be posting more scandalous photos, but they're not naked. And she said that in her explanation when she announced it, and then people subscribed to it, and then she didn't post any nudes, and then people were angry at her, and I was like, she told you that she wasn't going to post any nudes on it. So if you're doing it like that and are telling your viewers who are going to pay for it that it's not actually going to have any not safe for content, then I feel like it's fine if you just use it regularly. Yeah, I agree. I didn't know that. I didn't even know that that happened. But yeah, because you can use your OnlyFans for shit that's not porn. You can use your OnlyFans, I don't know, if you're like a YouTuber to post extra content. I think as long as you're advocating or telling your viewers what actually is going to be on it, then it's fine. Because Tana's was a case of false marketing, right? She told them she was going to post scandalous photos, and then she just posted probably her dump from that she didn't want from her Instagram. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're telling your followers and you're a comedian, like, hey, I'm going to be posting some stuff, it's not going to be nudes, though then you can't be where the nudes at because that's not what OnlyFans is for. Like, not just for nudes. Like, yeah, because like Patreon. Patreon is more of what people use when you think of the YouTuber sense of giving you extra content. But OnlyFans is the exact same thing. It's just a different platform. And I think only because it was used more for porn before is why it has that reputation with it now. Because people don't really use Patreon to post their nudes. Yeah, that's true. And I think that when you think of an OnlyFans, if somebody told me that they had an OnlyFans, I think I would assume that it's porn. Yeah, I would also assume that it's porn first just because that's really what OnlyFans is used for in popular culture today. Yeah, it's definitely, it's more you post your porn, but I I think, I think it's OnlyFans for porn is perfect because, you know, we talked about Pornhub before me and Alex and how, and even like if you listen to Mia Khalifa, who was the supposed star of Pornhub, one of their highest viewed videos of all time, and she wasn't nearly paid what she was supposed to be. And they really preyed on her at a young, vulnerable time in her life. So imagine you make one shitty decision at 21, thinking that maybe it would just flood into the countless videos. And then it's one of the top viewed videos of all time and her family disowns her. And then, you know, she's not getting paid shit from it. So it's like everyone knows who she is. Every teenage boy comments on her videos. I know you from somewhere. No shit. We all know she did porn. And then, so I love That's what I think is one of the best part of OnlyFans is in regular, in the regular porn industry, you would get paid like a certain rate for the video and then that's it. The video gets uploaded and then the porn company themselves gets to like make all the money from it. And OnlyFans, what I think they do really good is the fact that you get that monthly subscription and then the person who's posting the content just gets all of that every month. So they just keep getting paid for their work instead of that one-time payment. Yeah, but OnlyFans then takes out 20%. Is it 20% yearly or like 20% I think they just take 20% of all your earnings. Oh, and then wait, do you pay your taxes off? Because like Depop, for example, when you sell stuff through Depop, like which I've done, they take tax out and stuff and by selling through that app, you don't have to worry about it. So how do you do taxes on I honestly don't know. I tried to Google search right now taxes on OnlyFans and it's just like you pay 15.3 SE tax on 92.35% of your profit. So I think it's just saying you pay taxes. I don't think that qualifies for taxes. I think that what the 20% is, is just their processing fee. Yeah. Yeah. Because Depop takes a Depop fee out. And I think that they also use that to put aside for like taxes and stuff. But I think that maybe with OnlyFans, maybe they'll send you like your taxed, your tax issue at the end of the year. Kind of like a normal No, but I don't even think that it's wrong for them to take 20%. I don't they either. I don't either. They have to run their own... 
because they have to run their own business end of it because they have to deal with all the credit card transactions because that charges fees for people and they just have to run the servers and just like the whole and customer website service. and customer service so i feel like them taking 20 percent isn't that bad i feel like you get 20 percent taken off when you sell on ebay wait i agree I like i'm not like, i'm not okay i'm not anti 20 percent off only fans because <laughs> i do understand that the website itself needs to make money and also like you're in charge of your own rates. So, like, you have to faction in that 20%. Yeah, that is true. Because it's not like you're just getting set this random rate that a porn company's like, you're going to make this much money and this much money only. You have the choice to say, I'm going to raise my subscription price. I'm going to lower my subscription price. I'm going to do a flash deal so that a bunch of people subscribe and then raise my price later on. Ooh, There's the a bunch business, of different stuff that you can the do. The business side of OnlyFans to me is so interesting. The idea of like setting your own rates, keeping and like booking and shit, your hours that you're gonna work. I don't know why I think that that's so interesting. I also have to tell you something really funny because so I saw this like TikTok and I think it blew up, like I don't know. But I saw this TikTok that was rating my best friends OnlyFans and they like, paid for their friends OnlyFans and then went through. And I don't know, to me that's- I couldn't You couldn't go that. through your no, friends because, OnlyFans? because their OnlyFans was like recipes their only fans was like obviously porn and i don't and that stressed me i don't even think i watched the video but like, i couldn't even imagine if like that were you and i was paying first of all i wouldn't pay for your shit i'd be like send me that shit for free um where my student discount at wait do they give a student discount i don't think they do because i think i looked it up for the rico nasty one because i was really like i might subscribe to this it's just also hard. with the Eden one, I want to subscribe to Eden just because I want to support yes. her and I want her to be happy. I also want to support Eden, but it's hard because it's like, you know, I'm on that student income where I have no actual steady income supply. And so I mm -hmm. couldn't be like subscribing to bitches only fans, even though I like, support them. You know, Trish has a I free did only see that. I tried to sign up for it, but then it told me I had to put in a credit card and I was just not for that. Yeah, you put in like credit card information and she talked about it. She said that it was older nudes, older shit that she or shit she didn't really like that she she just wanted to put somewhere and she didn't want to put it on her new one and she didn't want to put it on Instagram because it wasn't suited for Instagram audience so she just made a little free one for us because she you know so she what cares I find us. really interesting when it comes to OnlyFans is the groups of girls that hype each other up on OnlyFans. Wait, I didn't even know this. You had to tell yeah, me. Yeah, well because explain uh, it to we audience. both have a friend who does OnlyFans and she was telling me about this. So when you start off on OnlyFans, it's really hard to gain a following because you're just posting your own stuff. You're your own creator. Yeah, it's like you don't you have already, other people to really attract to. It's almost to. like you already and, need a following before you And also, stop. if you're trying to keep it somewhat private from your family or your friends and other people, you can't advertise on your own social media. So it's really difficult for you to be able to gain subscribers. So what it is will be large groups of girls on OnlyFans will join together and hype up each other's shit, basically. So you will cross-promote each other's OnlyFans accounts and make your own separate porn accounts, like porn Twitters, Instagram, to promote yourself. And I just think that's a really interesting thing of this community which is built out of OnlyFans of these girls helping sustain one another. Because a lot of the times when people are going on OnlyFans, some people are doing it like just purely out of, I want to make extra money, but other people are, I need a way to make money quickly. And this is a really easy way to start up and gain money. Yeah, but also, like, let's not forget that, you know, sex work, because if you're doing porn on OnlyFans, obviously that's sex work. And sex work is time-consuming and frustrating, and I can't even imagine just even the emotional toll that it would take, because, you know, you're putting your body out there, and as a fellow human on Earth, I'm insecure over my body sometimes, and you have to get over that insecurity because you have to post content and shit. I can only Im I think that sometimes we assume that OnlyFans must be so easy for everyone because all you have to do is take a couple pictures and upload it. But it 
probably oh no OnlyFans is not easy from what i know from what i've been told from people who do OnlyFans. and well i think another thing is you get sold this kind of lie which is you're gonna join OnlyFans and you're gonna make so much money everyone's gonna be paying so much money whereas OnlyFans, from like the stories i've heard to do like private video to do some pretty you think it'd be worth more than twenty dollars like a private video like slightly fucked up like they wanted you to do it slightly fucked up we don't want to kink shame i'm not kink shaming and i don't want to kink shame i'm just saying for you not to clean off the shit from something and put it in your mouth is worth more than $20 in my mind. I agree. I think that that's, especially that people taking advantage of a younger, or not even a younger creator, but like a newer creator Who they know, and like, needs the money. Will charge less for yeah. the money. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. Mm, yeah, I do think it is kind of fucked up. And yeah, stuff like that, you realize, oh, you don't make as much money as you think you would. Yeah. I agree. I think that you're kind of sold. Well, I think that maybe Pornhub sold. Oh, porn is such an easy way out or like sex work is such an easy way out. But I think now when you get more sex work presence online, people are able to be like, well, it's not as fun as you think it is. Like it's just as tiring and inconveniencing and frustrating as a real nine to five job because they are real nine to five jobs. Sometimes. That's what I saw recently with, it was a stripper. I think it was on TikTok or it was Wait, on Instagram. Wait, is it the cute little blonde and one? And I do like? love that cute little blonde one. We don't one. even know her I don't name, know if but it was if her. you know her, we love her. <laughs> her you know her she has like short curly blonde hair she's a stripper she has an accent i don't know what country it's from oh i think she's australian see i was gonna mess it up so i was just like not gonna go that territory i think she's australian or from new zealand she's so cute but she was talking about how a lot of people say like oh i'm just gonna drop out of school and become a stripper and they act like it's so easy but you don't realize how much a how much strength pole dancing takes oh my gosh so true like, you can't just, like, get up on the pole and be like, I'm going to pole dance right now. You have to train. You have to practice. That takes a lot of, like, upper body strength, like, to be able to hold yourself up like that. Yeah, I guess I I definitely probably couldn't do it. Also, I didn't know that the pole turned. I thought they turned around the pole. No, the pole spins. Oh, you know, that makes a lot more sense. But, yeah, like, I've I mean, known... yeah, because I would be confused. And also a lot of women that... Our strippers are also women who are in school so it's like you're just trying to make money while you're in school because when you are a full-time student your schedule isn't always fit to have um these specific jobs so stripping can be a good job for somebody who's in school and I think that like this whole notion of like anyone who was a stripper is a stripper or does any form of sex work because technically stripping is included in sex work um like that they just are only doing that and they don't care whatever like a lot of these people are in school and they just need flexible hours and it shouldn't be like non-professional so like they shouldn't be that shouldn't ruin their reputation for when they say they graduate and they do want to pursue a job and maybe stem if they were a stripper and you know i just don't feel like there should be like well you did that because a job is a job is a fucking job yeah, I do agree that w- with that. You shouldn't hold people... A, you shouldn't demonize people for doing sex work at all. And that's all that that's doing is demonizing people for their past of doing sex work because it shouldn't matter. But also, that's why I feel like OnlyFans is also really good because the content is locked to anyone who isn't subscribed to you. And unless your subscribers like go and post that on the internet, which some do, but even if you do, it's le- it's way less accessible. Wait, I thought that if you post somebody's 
OnlyFans content that's private on the internet, isn't it copyrighted? So, like, can't they take it down? Yes, they should be able to take it down, but it just gets shared on the internet. People will take people's OnlyFans and screenshot it and put it online. Yeah, that's true. I think that there's probably, like, some deep, dark fucking Reddit thread of shitty boys who are leaking girls' OnlyFans because they have zero respect for sex workers or female workers at all. It's so stupid. I have seen one clip of Nikocado Avocados OnlyFans, and I did not look for it, okay? It came to me. I did not want it. It came to me. And that was, that was scary. But, like, also, I wonder what the percentage... I also did not want it. It came up on my TikTok for you page once. Oh, no. Mine was Twitter. It was bad. How does it even get across on TikTok? I feel like everything on TikTok gets taken down. No, it does get taken down, but it was, like, 4,000 likes at the moment. It was one of the, like, the beginnings. Wait, I wonder what the ratio is of girls to boys on OnlyFans. Or, like, girls to boys sex workers on OnlyFans. I feel like OnlyFans used to be a more male-dominated platform with just, like, gay men posting on it. See, I didn't but know now that. I think, But now I think it has definitely grown more popularity with females. I agree. Because I also think it just became more known by, like, by a larger group of people. Straight men learned about it more. Straight women learned about it more. All people learned about it more, so more people started using the platform. So straight men started going on the platform to get content from women. I... Which is why I think it created that big boom i agree because i one i didn't know that it was really popular amongst gay men just because like i wasn't looking into it you know what i mean but also i don't know i just feel like i always hear women that are on OnlyFans targeting straight men or you know lesbian women or stuff but i did for the first time see like, a male OnlyFans like porn star and he popped up on my twitter because you know you're like you get random fucking twitter because retweets of some random person's OnlyFans. And he ended up, like, popping up on my Twitter, and I just, I, I thought that it was more rare to see a male OnlyFans porn star than it is to see a female OnlyFans porn star. But, you know. I feel like they're both there. There are more females on OnlyFans now, and it is more popular for females to be on OnlyFans. But I just think there's a lot of people who you click on their bio, and there's just an OnlyFans link. Yeah, I also think that, I think that there's some type of connotation with women where it's, you're so sexualized from such a young age that I feel like, and, and big, large porn companies like Pornhub try to act as though it's an easy way out. And so I feel like it's, women are more likely to be sex workers just because I feel we're more sexualized and we are honestly, like, our job opportunities are smaller, especially if you are a student or a single mom or any type of situation like that because, you know, just, I feel like men haven't, have more outlets like you can be a technician and like you can become a plumber and not that women can't do these things because we can't and we should it's just that they're not marketed towards women you know what I mean my mom and I always talk about there was an all-female like contracting team oh my gosh like I would love that even I wish there was an all-female auto body shop I would literally bring my car there so I just feel like women aren't marketed towards those jobs so if we're marketed also porn, i feel like it's the way it. that porn was set up as well because when you look at straight porn a lot of the time or with like larger porn companies it's one porn star guy who is the porn star guy for that company 
Wait, that's all of true. The, most of their videos are this one man. Yeah, what's and that? then they just switch out the female. Wait, what's that one famous porn star guy that everyone talks about on TikTok? The one that's bald. Wait, yeah, I cannot he's remember like his name. Skinny. I don't know. They, I have no they idea. They bring him up all the time. But even for women, they've talked about how hard it is to find straight porn that's targeted towards women. You know what I mean? That's why a lot of women end up watching lesbian porn. Because that's like the no, only yeah, time but... the women are in the focus because it's about women and it's supposed to like be for women. Whereas a lot of straight porn is meant for men. Yeah, straight porn is meant for men. Which is why I think it created this idea of porn being an easy route out for women was because they would just switch out the woman actress and be and say, oh, anyone can just be this woman actress who's getting fucked in the porn. Yeah, and also another thing that like leads into this is I am very pro OnlyFans because I am extremely anti-Pornhub. Like, I actually could go on hour-long rants about how much I just fucking hate Pornhub. I think it's such a bad place. I think that they sexualize children because they have those, like, barely 18 or any type of student and teacher. That's just so fucking gross. They sexualize children. They definitely capitalize on, like, these racist stereotypes. Any type of Asian women or, uh, like, black girl. It's just so gross. And it fetishizes these racial groups. Then they fuck over all of these women porn actors and stuff like that. And they like Mia Khalifa, and in other instances, smaller porn actor girls, they just fuck them over when it comes to paying and just all of these things. They definitely prey upon young women. It's just so gross. Mia Khalifa said that they came to her to ask if she wanted to do a video. And she was like 21 or something. And I just, that story is is not a rarity like oftentimes they will come to the girl and be like hey oh my gosh like we love you and then they look and see if you're insecure and then they build up that security with a codependence on them it's just so manipulative and fucked up and these bitches aid in sex trafficking they've literally had instances where they had a video of a girl who was missing and was supposedly being sex trafficked and she was in one of their fucking videos and they literally won't take it down they won't take it down no they asked for them to take it down and they fucking won't or there's like some type of legality i think it was more recent that they talked about um that they like recognized this girl's face in one of these pornos um and she was a missing child or whatever i mean she wasn't a child at the time she was i think over 18 but still this bitch is being like sex trafficked and they won't take it down and i mean i definitely think that they just should be aware of these things like if you're gonna be running this global porn company you need to be aware of what is running through it so that this type of shit didn't happen you know what i mean like you saw you should be fucking flagging every fucking video and just having some type of software yeah i feel like it is too unchecked i agree it's not nearly it as is regulated unchecked. as it should be. And the way that they use the sexualization of minors is really gross. Because you will see a lot of stuff that's like barely legal, like just legal in the titles of these videos. Why is this what you're choosing to advertise to people? Exactly. Like why is anyone clicking on a video that it's supposed to say that the girl doesn't even look like a consenting adult yet? That is just so disgusting. You're even a... And I don't blame those girls because... You know, you just do what you're told to do when you're working for a company like that. They allow these videos to come out. Even the schoolgirl shit. You shouldn't be sexualizing any type of 
child ever. It's just disgusting. If you look up on Google, schoolboy versus schoolgirl, what comes up for schoolboy is just like boys in school. What comes up for schoolgirl is just sexualized shit, costumes that are skimpy. So it's just so gross that it's okay for us to sexualize young girls. Even for me, like I was getting hit on at this pizza place by these guys who were clearly older and they asked what my age was and for a second I thought about saying 17 and then I was like oh no like I was like oh I'm 18 or whatever um because I it was my birthday and my friend was like well why didn't you say you were a minor so that they'd leave you alone I'm like because they don't like it literally just doesn't matter it's so gross yeah because I feel like if you told them that you were 17 they'd just be like oh well it's so close yeah and even if I was I mean I've even had guys, I had a guy hit on me when I was 13 and it was just so gross. And he knew how old I was. He knew I was, or he, he said that I looked 19. It's so gross because Pornhub allows for this desensitization of this attraction or sought after these young girls, barely legal type of bullshit. And even, it's just so dumb. I can't stand that. I think that it's so gross and any company that promotes that just should just be over with. And I understand that people don't want to pay for porn, um, so that's why people like Pornhub, but, you know, have a little bit of fucking morality that you're, shouldn't be supporting mm. a company that aids in, sh like, sex trafficking. Like, it's so gross. Find your porn elsewhere. Literally mm. so much fucking free porn on Twitter. Like, just go there. Yeah, that is true. There is a lot of other platforms for you to get free porn if you really want it. And just ignoring all the shit that Pornhub does and using it is just fucked up. Yeah, that's, you get no excuse just because you don't want to pay for porn. I understand that. I understand kids who can't afford to, like, pay for porn or whatever. I mean, I think that you should, but if you can't, like, I get that. And there's so many other places and resources you can use. It, there's literally no excuse. So, like, aid in a company that literally sex traffics girls, young girls, children and um is racist and is sexualizing minors like just is not okay i am so anti-pornhub that now that mia khalifa is talking about it and i think that she has a large voice because of course there's other girls who've talked about it um but she has you know a large platform i just think that it's great to have this discussion of fuck pornhub it's so gross i hate it there <laughs> yeah it is a really gross platform and they think that they're funny like you're you're not fucking funny you literally are discussing. I can't stand when the company. Oh, the people who try. Are you talking about Pornhub's Twitter when Pornhub tries to be funny, or when Pornhub fanboys try to be funny? Both. They're both so bad. Are I feel like the fanboys? Pornhub fanboys are the exact same people who are the Elon Musk fanboys. Wait, what are Pornhub fanboys? I feel like they would be the people who you would call out Pornhub for all the bad stuff it does, and they would just uh, vehemently defend it. Ew. I just. I feel like those are just stupid boys in general. Yeah, those and they'd are be like, the well, Elon I'm not going to stop using it. Those they are the, are the Elon, Elon Musk fanboys. It's like, okay, fucking bootlickers, you're never going to be a billionaire. Ugh. I hey, you're never going to be a billionaire, and you just liking and replying to fucking Elon Musk tweets is not going to make you any closer to his level of status or going to make you his level of money. Yeah, and then... All it is is making you look like a boo-boo the fool because all he's doing is taking advantage of all of you. And then defending Pornhub, it's like, do you have seriously no morality? Are you that clouded by sex that you can't think beyond that? It's like, no, they just want to be funny. Dark humor is fun. It's not even dark humor. It's just shitty humor. You're just not fucking funny. Like, I don't laugh at it, and then they're like, you have no humor because you're a girl. I'm like, no, because I'm a good fucking person. Like, I love comedy. That shit is not comedy. That shit is dumb. I don't want no bottom text bullshit. Like, get out of here. I can't. Oh, my god. But gosh. I don't feel like people even do it for a dark humor sense. 
I think people genuinely do it because they don't care. They do, and then they people don't care, them. and then they actively they know they actively make themselves known that they don't care. You'll bring up all the issues that Pornhub has, then they'll just be like, "Well, I'm not going to stop using it." Yeah, well, and then they hide behind the guise of like, "Oh, it's dark humor." Like if you, if they're like, "Well, it's just a joke." Like the guys that comment under Mia Khalifa's TikToks, and they're like, "I think I've seen you from somewhere." Yeah, dumbass. We've all seen one screenshot of her fucking porn video like or maybe you've watched it like everyone has seen something to do and everyone knows she's done porn you don't need to keep fucking bringing it up she knows and then you're like this is stupid and they're like it's just humor like you're just not funny because you're a girl no i'm just not this just isn't funny like just period it's just not funny god it's so stupid yeah it really isn't funny get some fucking moralities damn yeah but people really do not care and that's one of the wildest things is when you just encounter people who just vehemently don't give a shit about anything that's happening yeah, I agree, and, like, I just can't stand Pornhub. Like, I just can't stand that they think they're funny on Twitter. Like, any company like that that's making these funny tweets or whatever, it's like, why don't you stop making the funny tweets and start making tweets that address why a child of victim of sex trafficking is in one of your videos? Yeah, I don't understand how you can just not address that and get away with it and keep making money off the video, and people will just think that it's okay and ignore it. Exactly. I just, I just think it's so stupid. And anyway, I think that Pornhub is just a place where, like, I felt like under Pornhub, women didn't feel any sort of sexual liberation. It felt very, like, stereotypical, traditional, straight sex in a way that was like, oh, women, you know, we're just gonna sit there and, like, no one's gonna enjoy anything and, like, we're all just, this is catered towards men, it's meant for men. Where I feel like for OnlyFans and even for any type of, there are some smaller porn companies that are either women run or like more ethically ran than Pornhub that are very much now catering towards women audiences because, you know, it's not that women have never had any sort of sexual liberation, but I think now with this generation, you're having more like, oh, I have sex and I don't care that people know that I have sex or like I enjoy having sex, whatever. And they're more able to like, there's no guilt behind it like they don't like you calling a girl slut for enjoying sex just isn't cute anymore like we are surpassed that women are now allowed to enjoy sex without men being fucking stupid towards them yeah i think that is true pornhub didn't give people or didn't give women a sense of sexual liberation because it was a form of entrapment almost for sure it was we're putting you on pornhub we're putting you on pornhub from our company saying that you're going to make only this much amount of money while we make thousands on your videos and that's all it was where only fans is very different because it's women get to choose a women get to choose what content they're putting out there themselves it's not some big corporate company saying i have three hours filmed of you fucking and i get to cut that however i want to and make you look however i want to and then put that out on the internet yeah and here's like a thousand bucks goodbye yeah this is very different this is you film your own content. You make the content you want. What you want to put out there, you put out there. What you're not comfortable with putting you out there, the you prices. don't put out there. You set the prices. You set a lot of things. And also, it's like a and lot of women are promoting their OnlyFans, and there's no guilt towards that. It's just like, yeah, I make this content. Like, I'm a sex worker. And, like, I don't. And it's good because it's like women shouldn't feel guilty for having a fucking job. Like, and so I feel like now there's just this form of like female sexual liberation that's just so good. I feel like you see it a lot on TikTok too, where women like, And they're literally, like, 18 years old talking about, like, that, you know, sex jokes or something like that. And they're talking about shitty sex experiences. And they're no longer, like, 
I'm not gonna, like, talk about this when a guy, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, this is, oh, like, I had sex with this guy, it was terrible, whatever. And everyone's like, oh, it's funny. And no one's like, you're a slut. Because if any guy's like, you're a slut for having sex, everyone's like, just, why don't you fucking shut up? Or like a, even like the idea of virginity or like a body count, like all these girls on TikTok and like Instagram, whatever, just like not, we're just not having that shit no more. Like, there's no reason to make women feel insecure in hopes that they'll you'll get with them because you want to make them feel sexually insecure or whatever. Like, they'll guilt her. Like, all this gross shit that men have done to women in the past when it comes to sex. It's so gross. Yeah, I feel like the same way. The slut mentality has really changed because I feel now if you call someone a slut, they genuinely don't care. That is very true. It's no longer, like, a thing of, like, oh, my gosh, you called me a slut. Like, how dare... Like, people are like, okay, yes, I have sex, and what about it? Yeah, like, even in Euphoria... It's no longer a thing of, like, I'm going to demonize you for doing this. Yeah, like, even And in, even... That's... Yeah, talk about Euphoria. Even in Euphoria, like, they have that whole scene where Jules is, like, sending the nudes um, with, you know, spoiler, Nate. And, um... They, and she asks Rue to take them for her, and Rue does this whole segment about how, like, news are the currency of love now, and, like, stop shaming women for, like, sending news. Because, honestly, in our culture today, like, if a woman's nudes gets out, like, you know, she gets fired from her job, and she's, like, publicly shamed, versus our president has, like, 50,000 fucking sexual assault allegations and rape allegations, and half of them are, you know, from children. And it's, like just so gross and I think that women now aren't just taking the shit anymore like if a woman wants to be sending her nudes and shit like respect that and like allow that to happen don't be a dickhead and send them to your fucking friends like how can you just not feel like you're violating somebody in their personal space like because at my old well, school the boys had a group chat and they would send girls as nudes between the group chat and I'm just like this is disgusting like how can you even like I didn't have any proof because if I would have had proof those bitches would be out the school period but, like, people would talk about it, and the guys would talk about it, and I'm just, this is so gross. Like, how can you not feel like you're violating somebody? Yeah, I feel like that is really violating to have a group chat and to send people's nudes around. But also, what I feel like has changed is people's opinions of just nudes in general. Like, even though when someone's nudes get leaked now, it's still a big deal, but I feel like it's a lot less of a big deal than it was even five years ago. Now I feel like if a person's nudes get leaked, they're like, yes, those are my nudes. That's true. You saw them. I look good. That's true. I didn't think about Yeah. I feel like it's less of a thing of, oh my gosh, my nudes were leaked. I, like, this is so embarrassing. People are more owning up to it now whenever that happens. They're saying, yeah, those are my nudes. Because it takes that shame mentality away from it. You can't shame someone if they're just like, yes, this is mine. Yeah, and they shouldn't be ashamed because it's, like, that's a consent that you have between you and one other person. Like, you're not consenting to have your nudes shared through the entire fucking universe. And, like, even on TikTok, they talked about how there was this website. I don't know the name of it, and even if I did, I wouldn't tell anybody um, unless you're a girl. But, like, they had this website that men were, like, posting these nudes on it, and you could look up your area code. And, like, girls were looking to see if they if theirs were on there. And, you know, there's only so many legalities that you can do to have it taken down. Because it's like, I mean, you can get it taken down if you're a minor, but besides that, you can't. That's just so, it's just so fucked up that anyone would think it's okay to do that kind of shit. 
It's like men. I don't understand how there aren't more legalities for that. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's because the government is run by men who are literally pedophiles. Yeah, and that's why nothing's happened. But I feel like there does need to be more laws put in place surrounding that, surrounding like the sharing of um, like uh, naked photos online without consent and like revenge porn. Without like consent, that. revenge porn stuff like that, because a website like that, which just is solely for posting other people's nudes has no reason why it should still be up i agree it's so gross and like how can you just it's i just don't understand why men think it's okay to be consuming um sex work by girls for free and they're okay with sexualizing women for free and going on pornhub with all these you know Maybe the video is taken without a girl's consent. They don't know. They don't care. They're doing all this shit for free. And then as soon as a girl wants to capitalize off of it, now suddenly that girl's a stupid slut and whatever. It's just so gross. It's like, and and men are the one that sexualize women. Yeah, they are the one that are doing most of the sexualization. So it's just a stupid argument that people try to hold up just to further their own misogyny. I agree. It's just all so deep-rooted in massage. And, like, why are we letting, like, if if there's a a porn company that is, uh, you know, run or or they're targeting, like, straight couples or whatever, and they have female porn actresses, why are they letting men handle the relations with those female porn actresses? Like, you're already, it's just, it should be ran by women for women who are creating a space for women. That's why OnlyFans is so great, because you're your own person running and doing stuff on your time with your consent with your hours with your money that you are charging people you decide the rates and stuff it's just a lot more sustainable for women when it comes to sex work and stuff because it's just there are no more bad stigmas around sex work i don't think and in this generation i think that we're getting past that and i just definitely oh my gosh wait i just had an idea what you know what I found is one of the biggest things recently, Uh-oh. which I feel like has led to this sexual liberation? Uh-huh. No, adamandeve.com. <gasps> the way that they have used their advertisements on YouTubers. Period. Like, Trisha? Wild. Trisha? She's telling us no, that it's not okay. even. No, not even Trisha. Like, I watch Angelica Oles, who is a drama YouTube channel, and just two weeks ago, she had an Adam and Eve sponsorship. Mm. And she's, like, a 19-year-old girl. I think she's 19. I don't know her age. And I feel like she has, like, a like a, a younger audience or, like, an audience that's more, like, this generation, this age. And having that Adam and Eve advertisement there, I feel like, is showing a lot about our generation and our openness to sex. I agree. Like, it's more normalizing that sex is something that's just a part of, like, the everyday thing of of, of life and that women also are allowed to, like, experience sex on their own time and and i think that yeah i think that it's definitely like desensitizing people in a good way like normalizing it so that it's more acceptable for women to be like oh okay like if this one random like drama channel that i watch is talking about adam eve like i'll just like check it out or whatever like it as it should be like it shouldn't only like adam and eve shouldn't only be on like creators who do porns youtube channels like i love trisha and i love her adam and eve ads and she's been doing them since before she did porn and stuff but like you know she's always been really open about sex so i like that angelica Oles is also doing them i think that it's good yeah i think that that really is good and it also takes away a lot of like 
the stigma against um like sex toys and like sex and pleasure for yourself because that's what a lot of like adam and eve stuff is and i feel like it's also good in just the sense that it's opening up like a lot more people to like the sexual openness which um i feel like was something that really wasn't talked about before like this is putting stuff like sex toys out into the open for just regular people it's not like a shameful thing that they're doing yeah. it's just a website that they're advertising exactly it's just and also you don't have to go to those like shady um those like weird shady shady side of the road yeah, pleasure that emporium obviously, that brick walls and they're obviously like catered towards men and like truck stops and stuff like that they're like often along those roads and i think that yeah adam and eve is like online you feel no type of like hesitation or you don't feel like embarrassed or anything not that you ever should but you know when you're getting into it and you know they just like send discreet packaging and it, it, it is meant for like and a lot of those products are meant for women so it's like just you know teaching women and stuff even like that like masturbation things like that aren't so taboo and evil and terrible you know what i mean because everybody mm-hmm. talks about like like male masturbation like you talk about it in school and health but you never talk about like women and stuff like that and what women should be looking for because it's just so taboo still in society that i mean i hope we're working towards it not being for gen z and stuff um and i think that we're doing a really great job at it but yeah like it used to be so taboo for them to even talk about it like even in health like what it's what women should expect from sex and like what women should be um you know, looking forward to when it comes to, like, their body's reactions, or, you know, you just never talk about that stuff. It's even the health classes catered towards men. I do agree with that, that health classes are catered towards men. I also think that a bigger overarching, overarching issue is a lack of focus on pleasure, which isn't talked about in any sex education course, because people act like sex is just for, like, procreation like baby making but it's really not at this point um like in this point in time and focusing on pleasure points and stuff like that and other aspects of sex in health class can make like a conversation about sex more open instead of just like you're doing this to have a baby yeah and we went to a school that taught celibacy and that was even worse than like a school that doesn't because then it was just like oh you're never meant to have fun while you have sex uh, you're only meant to eventually, like, have a baby and, like, just do all these things. And it was never like, okay, women can have sex because they just want to. You know what I mean? And even if you want to wait until marriage, you can still have sex in marriage because you want to, not because you are getting ready to have a baby. It just shouldn't be like that. Like, women can be on birth control in marriage or women can just choose not to have a child because you just don't want to. Yeah, I think... Keeping sex in a box as only for that mechanical to have a baby sense in sex education is one of the, like, biggest downfalls in it. Yeah, I agree. I didn't even think about it like that. It definitely is meant to be only for procreation. And I think our generation, like Gen Z, when we talk about it on TikTok and online, we never talk about it like that. You know what I mean? It's just simply because women want to have sex and they are having sex. They've always been having sex. Um, And now it's funny because women are like, oh, like, a guy was talking shit about this girl saying that, like, she had sex with him or whatever, and this girl's like, yeah, well, it was garbage, so I kind of wish I didn't. And, like, it was just, she wasn't shamed for having sex, and she took that shame away, and all the comments were, like, not bashing her. It was, like, women being like, ew, that's so gross, like, whatever. So, you know, so gross that, like, he was sucks and stuff like that. So 
I'm really glad that this generation is just like really working towards destigmatizing sex for women and sex work and like female masturbation and you know for f- pleasure and stuff like that it should be like pleasure based sex yeah, isn't gross everybody the- be having it I think that this generation is doing a lot to just destigmatize a lot of all the stereotypes around sex. A lot of all the bad things that have been pushed. Because what have we been pushed a lot in the United States is a sex is evil, like, almost narrative. And that's pushed because of the, like, evangelical ties which have been in our nation for the longest amount of time. Yeah, that's true. And, and I also think that it's that's a misogynistic country like it's run by men for men and it was written into the constitution like for men and 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 for white men too so it's like even worse yeah so i think that has really factored into how we talk about sex and how we look at sex for like all the past years and i think we're actually doing a lot to move it forward and to change it into like a more open conversation about it instead of this locked in box of you're only doing this for this one purpose and if you're doing it for anything else then you're disgusting yeah and i think that it's important for white like cisgendered men who are heterosexual like to know that you can still like you know listening to all of these things the things that we've talked about today it doesn't mean that you are a terrible person because porn is catered towards you and sex is catered towards you. You should just be using that to, like, not put down women, calling out your friends, like, supporting sex workers if you have the financial need to do it, um, and making sure that you're respectful of women and that, you know, you're advocating for these things alongside of women or, you know, alongside of, like, advocating for teaching gay sex in schools and stuff like that like you should just be advocating with others to do these things yeah it's not saying that you can't have your sexual openness but it's supporting everyone's sexual openness exactly. not just your if own. you have it then everyone else should also be able to have it because it shouldn't be gross for anyone to talk about something that's so natural okay and then i think with that we're gonna head over and call your mom now so we can get her opinions oh, on yeah, what so, we've talked today and i briefed my mom that this week was sex week and that you know we just gotta keep on the DL. So I don't want her to be like, you know, grossed out by it or anything. Okay, so we'll be right back with Renee. Okay, everyone. So I'm back with my mom. Say hi. And I have a couple questions for her. She did research some of this before just because I wanted her to be like informed with like OnlyFans and like stuff like that. So, what are your thoughts on OnlyFans? My thoughts are I don't think it's good. I'm sorry. I wanted to think it was good, but I don't think it's good. Really? Why? Well, I feel like, and it's hard to kind of put this into words, that if we want to stop sexualizing women, then we need to stop sexualizing women. And I know that this probably is going to seem like a more old-fashioned view, um, but I don't think that this is empowering. And I think that what happened was you have a bunch of guys who realize that this is the time not to um, do something like this. So they wanted to say, well, if we tell women that it's empowering for them, they're going to buy it. And I feel like that's what's happened. I feel like this is just another thing. I mean, they, they said the same thing about strip clubs when they were opening up in the 90s, that that was supposed to be empowering to women because they no longer had to prostitute. But I feel like in these senses, like in every other sex trade, it's going to get out of hand. You're going to have your first girl killed. You've already had one stalked. You've actually had a few stalked. 
Uh, their information has been leaked, and also their pictures have been leaked. Um, yeah, we talked about that. And so, you know, so it's been around. So now all of those pictures that you have up um, are now leaked, and there's nothing that you can do about it. And what does OF do about it? What do they do about it? They're going to do nothing. They're going to say it's not our responsibility. It's buyer beware. And isn't this great, ladies? You can make money. But it just doesn't seem right to me. If you want to empower women, I think that there's a much better way to do it. Empower them with doing jobs traditionally left for men. Because I can almost guarantee you that the majority of the girls that do this are going to be girls not from homes. It's, it's do, they're doing it because they need money. They're not doing it because they love this. They're just not. And they're not going to be looked upon good if you're um, you know, spouse to be finds out that you did that back in the day. It's going to come back to haunt them. So it's there's just going to be all kinds of repercussions that come from this, and I just don't think it's going to be anything positive yet again for women. And also, um, I don't know because I didn't research it enough how they can stop um, child porn, but there are girls that go on with fake IDs. And they allow them on. And they've been on and they, they have these accounts. And unless somebody turns them in specifically, nobody catches it. So that tells me that they're not monitoring this at all. Well, of course, there's always going to be, like, those specialized cases of a few people, like, fucking the system and stuff. Also, I think OnlyFans does monitor it. Because I've seen some OnlyFans accounts who people have made OnlyFans accounts and they've made it in more of, like, a joking manner. And they get taken down because OnlyFans reviews them and says your account isn't approved. And, and Olivia, when you say there's always a few, there, there to me, there is no exploitation of women or children anymore. I Even agree that there's no exploitation. Okay. Well, I am... I agree that there should be no exploitation of, like, children and, and non-consenting children. Or non-consenting adults, because there are no consenting children. They on there called strip for tip. Now, how is this empowering women? The more stuff you take off, the more money these perverts give you. They're asking them to defecate on themselves. There's one uh, woman who's, who said that a guy... There's one specific guy who keeps wanting her to choke herself, to hit, to to hang herself naked. I mean, it's just, it's, I don't, this is where you're going to bring out the lowest of the low of perverted men. And they are, their goal in life, it's not fun, if they can't find a way to um, make, turn this into something that it's not going to be. And if there's one woman or one child that's hurt, then that's just not okay with me. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. Wait, I want to address the thing where you were talking about strip clubs before and how they were advertised as something to uplift and empower women because they wouldn't have to be um, prostitutes. I think that OnlyFans is very different from strip clubs in the sense that strip clubs was still a, like, male-owned, you had, like the owners telling you what you had to do, what you couldn't do, taking extra cuts from strippers, stuff like that. Where OnlyFans is different to me in the sense of, yes, you have all these gross, disgusting men asking all these things for you to do, but you can also just say no. You don't have, someone can ask you to make a video of you shitting on someone's chest, and you can say no and not make that video. Yes, you can. But unfortunately, when you have women that 
are they're marginalized and they're coming from a, a poor socioeconomic um, background. It, it's it's a the, it's a lot harder for them to say no. They're not just like nope, not going to do that. I have standards. Once you start dabbling. Uh, with the devil, that line becomes blurred. It doesn't matter who you are or how you think you're going to go into this with your morals, whether it's a guy who's like going to trick a girl and say, you know, I've been talking to you for months. I'm your top fan. I'm going to leave. And she's thinking, I got to pay my rent because apparently this site came up because of COVID. Apparently that's what they, you know, it's, 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 no, this site's been around for a while, but they did talk a lot about it during COVID. But COVID uh, escalated it then. It escalated it because all of these young women who were in the porn industry, and maybe if there was some way to only keep porn industry people in there, but for any college girl or any, uh, you know, 16, if you don't think that these young girls from harder incomes aren't going to be doing this, you're well, do you think that OnlyFans provides... If, okay, so you're not going to get rid of porn altogether because, like, I just, you know, won't won't happen. So it's like, don't you think that OnlyFans maybe provides a little bit of a better um, opportunity for women than, like, per se, Pornhub, who... I don't want anybody to tell me that this is an opportunity of a lifetime for women. It's not, but it is better than Pornhub. Like, because we talked about... if that's how you want to do it, if that's how you want to say it, if, if you, if your goal is to get rid of Pornhub, then yes. But Pornhub is going to turn around and do the same damn thing. They're going to take off their site and they're going to have a Pornhub news site of which they're going to have, they're going to do, this isn't like... This is playing with the big leagues. This isn't like Pornhub's just going to go away. And and it doesn't, it certainly isn't going to um, take away a lot of the issues also that Pornhub is, is creating. It's just going to move them into a new one. You're going to have a new bunch of issues that are going to happen. And, and I think in theory, if it was run um, correctly, yes, but you... I have never seen the sex industry run correctly, and I I don't know if it, if it's possible. And honestly, I just it really pisses me off when somebody says this is so great for women, this is like so empowering because I feel like it's the jokes on you. Like you, you know, what's empowering for women is not any of this shit. <laughs> None of this shit. This isn't empowering at all. So I don't particularly think it's doing much good in the way and hopes that the little pretty package in a bow Christmas present that they're selling the world isn't this great ladies I feel like people are falling for it but if you want to compare it to Pornhub yeah it probably is a little bit better than um some of the shafting of the of the girls on Pornhub have gotten with zero rights to anything. They have no ownership. But that just doesn't go with Pornhub, Livia. When you do Playboy, when you do Hustler, when you do any of these magazines, you sign away your rights. In fact, you can even just be doing a photo shoot with, um, with a photographer and sign away your rights. And you can find your picture on somebody else's body five years down the road, and you can't do anything. Yeah, well, we talked about how, like, other companies and stuff, um, 
definitely do that. And that Pornhub or that OnlyFans, you know, obviously isn't perfect. Um, but you know, our so we also talked about public school sex education courses and how they're more geared towards men and how they often aren't centered as like, oh, women are allowed to enjoy sex and stuff like that. So what are your thoughts about the public school sex course? Well, you, without saying any names, you come from a private school. Yeah, with that I, and we spoke about how our school taught about like celibacy yes, and stuff and like that. and it was religious, so yours is done very differently. And, and um, I have, I don't know how it's handled today, but it has never really been handled to deal with the fact of uh, women's issues in bed, because that's not the purpose of it. The purpose of it is to educate about the anatomy, more science-based part of it, and to give offering of ways that you can protect yourself if you're, uh, because parents weren't doing the job, they felt that this would somehow curb uh, pregnancies, curb, um, you know, uh, STDs, all those types of things. So then what are your thoughts on a sexual education course which doesn't just focus on the actual rote sexual education like STDs, condom, contraceptives, talking about more of sex for pleasure, stuff like that? Well, I can almost guarantee that if you give a parent the opportunity to say, would you like your kids to learn more about sex than the pure anatomy of it, but about the pleasure of it, they're going to say, hell no. I'm just telling you that that's that's the reality the reality of it i people well i mean in my opinion i don't think parents should have a choice i think i think that there's that that should be available um for questions of any type because part of the problem that we have is the problem that um you know is is the is not worked it is nothing we've done has worked so far so if they're still having sex they're going to have sex and they're going to have it you know, down the road. But if they really had somebody that they felt a little bit more confident on, that's never, I mean, kids, public schools don't even have enough money as it is, let alone have the money to do something like that, which is what Planned Parenthood was so great and, and I believe still is a great um, resource. Uh, resource for young women and young men and homosexual people and LGBT community. Everybody should be able to go and have a, a, you know, talk to somebody in private about their concerns and because it's just the most confusing part of our lives. Yeah. Because like, want to talk about it. and because when I was younger, like I was always told that there was no stigma around getting testing, that you and your partner should get tested and stuff like that. But like what I was taught in school uh, no one ever advocated for testing at my school. And I know that, like, in certain schools that do teach celibacy, like Texas, who statewide teaches celibacy, they have some of the highest rates in teen pregnancy because it is important to teach people how to prevent sex. And I felt like even in my course at school, I wasn't really taught, like, actual female anatomy. I was just taught that, like, there were these certain STDs and stuff like that. So I almost wish that I was taught a little bit more about, like, female anatomy what my body looked like and stuff like that and what was normal because you know I, even porn isn't real and those things aren't normal for you a women's body here's the thing that's probably going to be the next um that actually could be a, a viable business just even what you're saying to kind of have this outside of school uh, you know group 
where you, where it would be a voluntary thing that parents could put their kids into have all kinds of discussions. <clears throat> Excuse me, and so that you could, um, you know, say, hey, how much do you want your kids to find out? What do you want them to know? And, you know, this is a resource. It's just a sexual education resource in many faucets. If you think, let's just say, maybe you thought your child was gay and you were like, but maybe they don't want to talk to me or they're, they're not going to. Maybe this certain group, you know, let's, let's, it's like not the Girl Scouts because that's just stupid, but like, you know, something like that where, you know, you knew that this was now a resource for kids or like a Planned Parenthood, but it's like teenage um, you know, a, sex, a teenage sex ed group or something like yeah. that. Yeah, where people could say, hey, I don't want, they don't want to talk to me, but you, maybe they'll talk to you. Yeah, because, like, if you don't, if, like, a lot of kids, like, if you're not talking to your parents, then you're either asking your friends, which is bad, or looking at porn, which is not realistic. So it is, it's, I definitely agree that there should be some type of program, maybe after school that kids can sign up to, or something that goes around to the schools and talks about it, because there's still a lot of stigma about, like, oh, the only people that go to Planned Parenthood go for these reasons, whatever, when in reality, like, you should be there to ask, you know, there should be something that you can use to ask questions, because we're all confused. And also, on that same subject to then empower your girls there and say no means no you know what I mean um these are the the, you don't have to do things that you know is just asked of you just because the pressure of it all you know and what things mean just not the anatomy but to go a little bit deeper yeah like they should talk about consent and sexual assault and sexual harassment things like this that that you should be told like that you have the you know, that no means no, and as soon as you're done, you know, you should be allowed to say these things, and don't feel pressured by boys because maybe they're older than you, or something like that, like, I definitely agree that there should be a resource. So then that is our next business venture together. Yeah. That would be a great business. Now that we say that, this is going to go live, and then somebody out there on podcast, Bill, is going to... Listen, trademark, copyright, this is our idea. Yeah, this is our idea, anyone that takes it, we're... This is our idea, copyright, thoughts for thoughts. And then I think with that... Yeah, this is going to wrap it up. So thank you, Mom, for your third-person perspective. You're welcome. Love you guys. Okay, love you too. Bye, Mom. Bye. Anyway, me and Alex just want to say thank you guys for tuning in and that you're definitely going to see us next week where whatever the topic is. And just know that, like, you know, my mom comes on for a third-person perspective with no means to, like, upset anybody or anybody that does whatever, and that, you know, everyone is entitled to how they feel and that we just use it as a third thing to listen to and to, you know, get some ideas from and and whatever because your own liberation is your own. And with that, I think I'm going to leave us on... Follow us on Instagram at T4T Podcast. Also, our TikTok, T4T Podcast. There will be some content coming out on the TikTok this week. I know I've been falling behind Alice on that. Alex is slacking because I'm the Instagram <laughs> And then... And yeah, our podcast is now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, wherever. And then also, I'd ask you, if you are listening to this podcast and you do like it, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts, just because it helps boost up the show. Yeah, and tell your friends. You know, we love to be talking to other people. Even though we can't see you, we can feel you. We love you guys. Anyway, we'll (laughs) see you all next week. Bye, guys. See you next week. Bye.